đời sông núi anh em ta đáp đời sông núi quyết bảo vệ sang sang ta thể chết cho quê hương at host my radio it's on on every monday and every friday and host my radio welcome to the show thank you Welcome to week episode of Team Cal My Radio today. Happy Monday, everyone. Hoping you guys are staying safe. Um, it was quite raining at this time period, and it was also pretty cold outside. So you can see I'm from. You can tell uh, I'm a, a little bit cold here in Texas right now. It's about I think 40, some 40, 30, some degrees outside. Pretty cold. So I'm hoping you guys are staying safe. I'm hoping you guys are staying where you are and don't do much. Maybe have your hot cocoa ready and have everything ready for yourself. <laughs> and by let me you tune in every Monday and Friday for our regular podcast. And f- first up, before we get into any of the other information, we're going to be talking about first up SGA. So, what about, what about SGA? You may ask. Well, SGA for January twenty fifth to twenty sixth. There's going to be an Austin trip if you guys want to join in. And hopefully you guys can come in. I think most SGAs are going in. So I suggest it's a little too late for you to join in. So, But there is an Austin trip that's coming up. And there's plenty of stuff that's going on. So, And my radio show for uh, Richland is going to be... It's currently, on po- it's currently on hold right now. But it will come back. It's not going anywhere. It will come back. So... I'll be, since because I'm staying rich one, I have plenty of time to do more of my radio show, so I'll be fine. Alright. Let's get into it. So, Hong Kong citizens journalists who waved colonial flags during the national anthem jailed for three months in legal first. A, a Hong Kong citizen journalist who waved the, the British colonial flag while the Chinese anthem was being played has been jailed for three months for insulting the anthem. Following the first convictions under a new law, Paula Lung, 42 years old, pled guilty to insulting the national anthem and desecrating the current Hong Kong flag at district court on Thursday. She waved a British era, a British era Hong Kong flag, at at the 8 a.m. shopping center in Guangdong on July 26 last year. When crowds gathered to watch an Olympics medal ceremony, at which fencer Edgar Chung was awarded gold, was awarded gold in the men's individual foil event, the case marks the first convictions and sentencing since the city's passed a law criminalizing the spectacle of the March of Volunteers, China's national anthem, in June 2020. <laughs> after years of fil- after a couple after months and years of filibustering, Magistrate Amy Chan. Said there were over a thousand people watching this ceremony live in the mall, which was broadcasting the Tokyo Olympics at the time. Lung's waving of the flag sparks cheers from the crowd and demeaned the dignity of the of the country's athletes. She said, according to in to in media, Chen set a starting sentence of four and a half months, but reduced it to three months, taking into account her guilty plea. According to the case details. Crowds gathered at the 8 p.m. shopping mall at around 9 p.m. on July 26, 2021, to watch the Olympics. I was Chun won a fencing final on a final and a large on a large screen. During the medal ceremony, China's national anthem was played, and the post-1997 Hong Kong flag was displayed. Around that time, a person began waving the colonial flag in the atrium, and then used use it to cover her head. Crowd booed the anthem and cheered We are Hong Kong, the case details reads. At least that's great though. A staff member at the mall questioned Lauren who produced a press card showing she was working for an online media outlet called Freeman called Freeman Express. Somebody at the mall also reported the incident to the police. Official record shows the news outlet was news outlet 
was not registered with the government's office for film, newspaper, and article administration at the time. Major, most major news organizations are registered in order to gain access to government press conferences. Lung was arrested four days later near her home in Kwai Fong after police said they were launching investigations into insulting ads at the mall, at the mall that night. A staff member from the mall identified Lung and her press cards at a police identification parade. Hanging down the sentence on Thursday, Chen said there were two reasons why Lung need why Lung needed a f to face a heavier set jail sentence. There were more than a thousand people watching the Olympic broadcast, and the flag raven could spark a dangerous situation. What? Chen Chen said, and uh, it was a it was pure luck that no violence was triggered. How can violence happen from just waving a flag? That kind of makes no sense to me. On top of that, Lung had arrived at the mall with a colonial flag, showing she had planned to express contempt towards the Chinese national anthem. <laughs> How come America has no laws that goes against the national anthem? There's no law you can do that. Ahead of sentencing, Lung's lawyer said the defendant has autism and a low IQ. Lung studied at a special needs school and graduated in Form 3 and worked as a security guard for some 10 years. She was then unemployed for some time. The lawyers added that Lung has acted alone and put the flag away after, after, shortly, after shortly afterwards. Nobody was incited by her behavior, the lawyer added. Offenders of the National Anthem Law, which was passed comfortably in the Legislative Council with the pro-democracy lawmakers contributed constitute a minority, risk fines up to $50,000 or three years in prison. I feel the law is a little bit, it's a bit ridiculous. <laughs> we don't need to look at China's freaking law. They always say, well, one country first, but never always two systems. Why aren't you looking at that? Why? I just don't know why. Is it, is it, is it, is it, is it excuse or something? Five arrested at dawn over over freak accident at Hong Kong's boy band Mirror concert report. Police have arrested five people in relation to to a freak accident at a concert by Hong Kong's boy band Mirror. Local media had reported citing sources. Two dancers were injured in July when a giant screen fell onto the stage. Those arrested include workers for the main contractor and subcontractor production companies. Four men and one woman were reportedly taken away from their homes by police in the early hours on fr on Friday. They were apprehended on suspicion of fraud and allowing objects to fall. Hong Kong Free Press had contacted the police for comment. The five reportedly included the executive producers, project manager, and stage engineer of main contract uh, main contractor Engineering Impact Limited and subcontractor Hip Hing Lo. Long Stage Engineering Engineering Company Limited. Separate contractor previously issued issued statements distancing 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 themselves from any responsibility for certain parts of the stage installation and engineering. Authorities initially said that two steel cables attached to a large video screen had broken, leading to the horrific accident. A on July twenty eighth. A giant video screen weighed 9,852 pounds, or 4,469 4, kilograms, fell from a height during, during Mirror's concert at the Hong Kong Coliseum, hitting two dancers on, the st on stage. One of them, Mo Li Ying, suffered serious injuries to his neck and has, ever, has, since, has since undergone at least two surgeries. He later regained consciousness but remained hospitalized. Concert organizers, Music Nations, and Makerville then announced that the remaining shows would be canceled. The Leisure and Cultural Service Department, which manages the venues, also said that the suspended installations for upcoming events would be temporarily barred. The government swiftly set up a multi-departmental task force to investigate the incident, with the with Secretary for Cultural Sports and Tourism, Karen Young, saying an initial probe would be completed in two weeks' time. About a month into the investigations in late August, authorities revealed that 
the wire that snapped, causing the hanging screen to plummet, showing showed signs of fatigue, and had and had been improperly installed. The wire load was also understand understated. However, the government has yet to release more updates or present or present its findings in detail since then. Adding that it was too early to jump to a conclusion as to as to who should be held accountable. <laughs> On Thursday, local media cited sources saying that the task force has completed the investigations and would hold a press conference on Friday to announce the report. The arrest occurred hours later. The incident, considered one of the most serious accidents in Hong Kong's performing arts industry, sparked debate regarding the labor rights of dancers, including fears that they were considered considered self-employed and would not be covered by the employee's compensation ordinance. The Labor Department earlier said it would help the dancers to figure out their employment status. For clarification, in an, an early version of this article stated that the screen that, that, fe that fell weighed around 500 kilograms. Based on the comments made in August by a member of the government task force <laughs> that investigated the incident, that, that, that understated that didn't say the weight of the screen quite significantly. It, its correct weight was 9,852 pounds, or 4,469 4, 469 kilograms, the police confirmed. So, at least it's correct, so that's good. About Jimmy Sham, I don't know where we report on it. Yeah, I, I remember we didn't report on it, but I don't know if they have the similar article that talks about this. <laughs> Last chance for LGBT activist Jamie Sham to appeal for overseas same-sex union recognition at Hong Kong's top court. Gay activist and former district councillor Jimmy Sham has been given a full opportunity to get Hong Kong to recognize same-sex marriage registered overseas at the city's top court as the matter concerns great general public importance, a three-judge panel ruled on Thursday. <laughs> In a short two-paragraph judgment, Chief Judge of the High Court Jeremy Poon and Vice President Susan Kwan and Carol Chu grant, granted Sham the right to proceed with the legal challenge, but said we do not consider the arguments to be particularly strong. <laughs> The decision came around two months after the same justices rejected his judicial review bid, which we did talk about actually. Sham, who tied the knots with his husband in New York in 2013, first challenged, New, uh, first challenged Hong Kong's failure to recognize foreign same-sex marriages in 2018, arguing that it violated the city's many constitutions and bill of rights. That bid was rejected by the court in 2020. He made another attempt in July this year. But hit a wall again. <laughs> in previous hearings, Sham's lawyer Hector Pun argued that not recon that re not recognizing same-sex marriage was a violation of people's rights to equality, as guaranteed by Article 25 of the Basic Law and Article 22 of the Hong Kong Bill of Rights Ordinance. Not recognizing same-sex marriages registered overseas was also violations of a rights to privacy, as protected by Article 14. Under the under the Bill of Rights, the barrister said it also it may also uh, may also mount to discrimination. The court has ruled against those arguments based on an overview that it, that the traditional concept of marriage is between a man and a woman shall shall be protected and give and giving same sex couples any recognition or rights could potentially harm it. I don't think it potentially harm it though. Sham, who was also the leader of, this, of the disbanded protest group Civil Human Rights Front, is among the 47 Democrats accused of conspiring to commit subversion under the national security law of organizing or taking part in an unofficial Democratic primary elections in July 2020. He has been held in custody since March of 2020 and recently pled guilty to the charge Sham and others who pled guilty are expected to be sentenced only after the trial of the 17 who pled not guilty is completed, which could potentially be, potentially be next July. I mean, could there be any doubts that they would be stuck in there forever? <laughs>
So how about Jimmy Live? There's a couple more that I think I should say. Inappropriate to comment on criticism of appeal court ruling to let Jimmy Lai hire UK lawyer, Hong Kong's justice chief says. Hong Kong's justice minister had refused to remark on comments made by former chief executive Lun Chunying, who ruled, who called a ruling from the city's court, city's appeal court, allowing a UK lawyer to represent media tycoon Jimmy Lai in an upcoming national security trial absurd. Lun was amongst among was among powerful pro-Beijing voices who criticized the courts of appeal, appeal's Wednesday ruling, when it rejected an appeal from the Justice Department, Justice Department of Justice, against the High Court's decision to let Lies hire, let Jimmy Lai hire King's Counsel Tim Owen, Lai, who founded the default pro-democracy tabloid Apple Daily, is due to stand trial for alleged foreign collusion next month. <laughs> King Council are the British equivalent of senior councils in Hong Kong and require permission to be allowed to represent to represent clients in the city's courts. The appeal court's decision mounted amounted to inviting the Brits to develop national security law for Hong Kong, Lung wrote on Facebook on Thursday, and and the judges were looking to the West for teaching and command on the issues of of national security in the city. Speaking to reports at Hong Kong's Legal Week 2020, 2022, an annual event organized by the Department of Justice, Secretary for Justice Paul Lam, was asked why he did not respond to Lung's remarks to defend the dignity of the judicial system. The recorders also questioned why the Department of Justice would oppose the hiring of Owen when the department engaged King's counsel David Perry to persecute an unlawful assembly case against, media ty- against the media tycoon last year. Which kind of makes no sense when you hired him, but at the same time you can't. You don't want to hire Tim Owens. I don't know what he's scared about. In response, the minister refused to comment, saying it would be inappropriate for him to co- respond to comments made by an individual. They're journalists. You can't answer them. It also inappropriate. It's also inappropriate to comment on an ongoing legal proceeding. Everyone says that at the end of the day, we have to respect the judicial system. How come see why Lung attacked it for no reason? They love the law when it works for them. They hate the law when it goes against them. You can't have it both ways, though. <laughs> Responding to the questions of what of whether the Department of Justice targeted defendants in national security cases and barred them from hiring overseas counsels, I said actions taken by the Department of Justice were all in accordance with the law and in line with the spirit of the rule of law. I don't know why they keep saying that. Same thing over again. The same song they repeat every time. There is an absolutely no special targeting or, or other similar situations, he said. The Department of Justice on Thursday, on Thursday said it was reviewing the Courts of Appeals judgments and considering the way forward. Judge, judges Susan Kwan, Carol Chu, and Thomas All ruled on Wednesday that the case against the 74-year-old mogul, which also involved a group of executives from the shuttered newspaper newspaper and its parent company Nextigital, is is a high profile case attracting substantial publicity local locally and abroad. The legal issues to be resolved and would have would have substantial impact on the development of um juris- of jurisprudence. Of the national security law and sedition and sedition offenses, the panel said, and uh, it was in the public interest to allow the hiring of Owen. Public perceptions of fairness in the trial is of vital of vital importance to the to the administrations of justice. A written judgment from pan, from the panel read. Lai, who has been and who has been remanded ran since December 2020, is facing three national security offenses, including two counts of conspiracy to collude with foreign countries or external elements, one count of collusion with foreign forces. He also stands accused of being involved in a conspiracy to print, publish, sell, offer, for offer, sell, distribute, display, and or reproduce, or reproduce seditious publications under a separate colonial era sedition law. The trial is set to commence on December 1st. Six other defendants have pleaded guilty and will appear in court on, on November 22nd. 
I don't know how long they're gonna be keeping them in there. I'm pretty sure these guys are gonna be keeping them forever. I expected, I suspected that. You gotta be really what's going on. And we already talked about Mirror, and another one as well. Mirror concert contractor deliberately understated the weight of suspended screen. Hong Kong police says. The main contractor of Hong Kong's boy band Mirror Concerts deliberately understated the weight of the suspended equipment, including the giant LED screen that fell and injured two dancers at the Hong Kong Coliseum, police said on Friday. During a press conference on Friday afternoon, police said it was believed that Engineer Impact Limited purposely made a false declaration so that it would it could secure a permit from the Leisure and Cultural Service Department to ensure that the series of 12 shows went ahead as scheduled. The biggest discrepancy between the actual weights of the equipment and the declared data was more than seven times, police said. Five people ages 40 to 63 were arrested in the early hours on Friday. Four of them were senior staff of, the, of Engineer Impact Limited. Police said they held the positions of business, a bit of business directors, project manager, and technical directors. The remaining person was a senior technician for subcontractor Heaping Long Stage Engineering Company Limited. They were, less, they were arrested on suspicions of allowing objects to fall, while the engineer impact employees were accused of were also accused of fraud. During the briefing, police said the under understatement of the weight of the weight of the gear was so severe that they did not believe it was an honest mistake or merely merely the mistaken use of the raw measuring units. The real weights of these mechanical devices were totally different from the data that were given by the company by engineer impact. So we were of the view that they made false declarations deliberately with the view to speed up the the approval process for the show, Superintendent of Police Alan Chumson. There were a total of six LED panels suspended at the at the concert, and one fell and hit the head of one of the dancers. Police said each of the screens weighed nine thousand eight hundred and eight hundred and fifty-two pounds, or four hundred or four thousand four hundred sixty-nine kilograms. Engineer Impact declared it would it would be thirty six hundred pounds, two point seven times lighter than it was actually was. Other un- understated understatements includes the weight of mining rigs, laser trusses, and speakers. Can you believe that? So that's a that's a lot. So. I don't know why would they have that. Why would they declare it in a fake way like that? Really? <laughs> Chum said the weights were only submitted to the LCSD a few days ahead of the first scheduled performances, which is on July 24th. During a government's press conference hours on Friday, chairman of the task force on investigations of mirror concert incident, Lee Chi Chun, said that engineer impact had first submitted the weights of the suspended devices it would be using in mid-July. After making some admitments to see setup, it resubmitted data in the days leading up to these shows. If engineer impact were to have given to have given the LCSD the genuine data, the LCSD would not have approved because the devices was much heavier. The LCSD may have requested Engineer Impact to get an engineer to redesign the suspended installations. All of this would have meant more time needed to be spent, Chum said. For them, time is money, I believe. Secretary for Cultural for Culture, Sports and Tourism, Kevin Young, said during a government press briefing at the tenants of the Hong Kong Coliseum, meaning concert organizers Music Nation, have breached the terms and conditions by providing inaccurate information, he said police would follow up on the suspected violations. Yun did not provide a direct answer to, to Gomez about the LCSD's responsibility in verifying the information from, submitted by the, by the contractors or tenants before approving designs. LCSD's main responsibility in this case is as the owner of the venue, and being an owner of the venue, 
They have set out the terms and conditions of hire for hire for the hire to comply with. Young said. Young said the, that the hirer of the Hong Kong Coliseum was responsible for making sure any installations were safe and secure. They all they were also required to employ a qualified professional to certify any certify that any work or installations have been carried out properly and the installations is safe and sound. Added. He said that such a system had been in place for a long time, and in many other government's projects with few issues, the government proposed having an additional additional independent third party auditor to verify installation the installations, but said that that would be in a selective basis. Engineer Impact and Hip and Hipping Long have participated in various concerts and public events in Hong Kong and were considered the major players in the industry. Engineer Impact claims to be the largest productions company in in Hong Kong's website. With over three decades of experience, it also claimed to be the amongst the few corporations in greater in the greater China regions that were capable of producing music tours. When asked whether the contractors had made similar false declarations before, Chum said that the police have looked into previous jobs it has done, but it was difficult to verify the declaration because the devices were uninstalled soon after the sh- after any show and there was no way to go back in time. Police also revealed that on the day of the accidents, during morning rehearsals, there were issues of lowering, the el- lowering and elevating the LED monitor that fell but that, but that, were not, but that was not reported. From CCTV footage of the Hong Kong Coliseum, we found that some staff of Hip Ping Long, the subcontractor, had just had adjusted the LED monitor, LED panel. After that, we do not find any evidence that he has or the company has arranged any unauthorized person or engineer to inspect or check the LED panel, Chief Inspector of the of Police Choi Chung Choi said. Secretary for Labor and Welfare Chris Sun at the at the government's press conference said the dancers were considered employees instead of self-employed. The latter is is common amongst performing artists. Sun said authorities came came to such a conclusion for inquiring from the Department of Justice and review and reviewing cases precedents. The conf- confirmation on the of their employment status meant the dancers were protected by the employment law. Under the employment compensation ordinance, the employers, that is the dance companies that the, that the uh, dancer belongs to, would be held accountable if they fail to ins- insure the performers and report any industrial injuries to the authorities within the legal required time frame. Under Occupational Safety and Health Ordinance, the premises occupiers, which include the, subco- the contractor and subcontractor, must bear criminal liabilities if they fail to provide a safe and healthy work environment for their employees. Sons of the governments would follow up on the, a- on the incidents according to the relevant legislation. And the article did also have a correction. A previous version of this article suggested Makerville was a venue hirer. In fact, only Music Nations hired the Coliseum, so they apologize for the error. But hey, it's reporting. They fix it, right? What else do we have? Oh yeah, what do we? Oh yeah, what's going on? So let's talk about the police for a moment. <laughs> Hong Kong courts convict women of assaulting a police officer possessing an offensive weapon during the 2019 protests. A Hong Kong woman has been convicted of assaulting a police officer and possessing an offensive weapons. In a public place in connection with the, tw- with the 2019 protest. Pong Lai Ying, 29 years old, was found guilty of, on- of two charges at-, at the West Calum Magistrates Court on Monday morning. The defendant, who is seven months pregnant, became emotional and burst into tears after Magistrate Jeffrey Tu handed down the verdict, according to the witness. Pong, a waiter, or a waitress as we call it, Stood accused of throwing a soda can at the police officers back as protesters gathered outside a police station in Mong Kok on September 2nd, 2019. 
that the demonstration took place across the city, as the unrest sparked by a controversial extradition bill that would have allowed the transfer of fugitives to mainland China for trial into its third month. Police also found also found laser pens and protective sleeves in her possessions upon her arrest. Pong will facing will face sentencing on November twenty eighth. The defense cast doubts on whether Pong had thrown the soda can at an officer, questioning why she was arrested on suspicion of taking part in an unlawful assembly instead of assaulting a police officer. Ted said, said unlawful assembly was the more commonly used offenses for such arrest, and police were unable to locate the colleagues who were hit by the, by the soda can. The situation's circumstances suggested that she was participating in gatherings, Ted said. Ted added, so the initial reasons for arrest was not to criticize and did not affect the credibility of the evidence. In addition, the scene was well lit at the time, and identifications of offenders could have done smoothly, the judge said. Ted added that there were inconsistencies in Pong's testimony. The defendants described an apartment in Toguawan that, that she went to with her friends as, the, as her flat, but later said it was her sister's. The defense appealed to the judge to consider alternatives to jail, including community services order or a suspended sentence, in which the offender is not in prison unless they commit another offense within the designated period. Pong is seven months pe- pregnant, the defense said, and is expected to give birth in January. They add that she has abided by, by the law over the past few years, and that the chances of her reoffending were, were low. There were no evidence to suggest that she that she had used the items found in her possession, nor that she was nor that she was a radical protester. The friends also has seven has a seven also has a seven year old daughter with her ex husbands, according to the defense. The court, however, does not request a pre sentencing report that is required to accept assess a defense suitability for criminal for community service. The the prosecution argued that the court did not have the power to hand Pong a suspended sentence because the possession of offensive weapons and public charge was not punishable by a suspended sentence. Oh, really? She's pregnant. I wonder why you're not trying to release her or do something about it. Joe Biden Xi Jinping seeks to avoid conflicts at first U.S.-China summit in years over COVID, of course. President Joe Biden and President Xi Jinping voiced hope Monday that the United States and China can manage growing differences, avoid avoid conflicts as they met for the first time in more than three years. Xi and Biden shook hands in front of the two nations two nations flags before a starting for starting a long-awaited sit-down at the Indonesian resort of, ba- of Bali ahead of a group of twenty summits following months of tensions. Over Taiwan and other issues, Biden sitting across from Xi at at facing tables said that Beijing and Washington share a responsibility to show the world they can match over dip, match they can match our differences, prevent prevent competition from becoming conflict. Xi, China's most powerful leader in decades, who is fresh from securing a norm-breaking third term, told Biden the world has come has come to a uh, to a crossroad. The world expected that China and the United States will hand will hand will probably handle the relationship handle the relationship, she told him. Despite the upbeat public statement, both nations are increasingly suspicious of each other, with the United States fearing that China has stepped up its timeline for seizing Taiwan. US officials have said ahead of the meeting that Biden hoped to set up a guardrails in the relationship with, Thai, with China, and to assess how to avoid red lines, and that could push the world's two largest economic economies into conflict. The most sensitive issue is Taiwan, a self-governing democracy, and a country, of course, claimed by China. The United States has stepping up support for Taiwan, while China had ramped up its threats to seize control of the island. After after House Speaker Nancy Pelosi visit Taipei in August, China reacted by staging unprecedented military drills. On the eve 
of his talks with Xi, Biden met with, with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and South Korean President Yoon suk yeol on the sidelines of a, of a Southeast Southeast Asian summit in Cambodia, with the three with the three leaders jointly calling for peace and stability on the Taiwan Strait. Biden is also expected to push China and ring and allies and ally North Korea after a record-breaking spat of missile tests that raised fears that Pyongyang will soon carry out its seven nuclear tests. She's paying is paying only his second overseas visit <laughs> since the start of the COVID-19 pandemic and will meet another key leader. He will hold a hold the first no, formal sit-down with Australian leader with Australian leaders since since 2017, Prime Minister Anthony Albanese announced following a concerted pressure campaign by Beijing's against a close US ally. She's last in-person meeting with the U- with a U.S. president was in uh, 2019 with Donald Trump, with along who's along with Biden identified China as a top international concern and only the potential challenger to U.S. primacy on the world stage. Another meeting is the first time she and Biden has met as presidents. The pair has an, an unusual long history together. By Biden's estimation. estimation he spent 67 hours as vice president and per, in person with Xi, including on a, 2000, on a 2011 trip to China aimed at building a better understanding of China's then leader in waiting, and a 2017 meeting in the final days of Barack Obama's administration. Since entering the White House, Biden has spoken virtually five times with Xi, but told him Monday that there was no substitute for face-to-face discussions. Though he's engaging, engaging Xi, Biden has refused since the invasion of Ukraine to to deal directly with Russian President Vladimir Putin, who conspicuously absent from the from the Bali summit. The Kremlin cited scheduling issues and has instead spent a long spent long time Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov, who arrived Sunday evening. Lavrov, seventy two, denied reports that he was receiving a treatment at a Bali hospital. Tells TASS. Tells, t- telling Task News Agency that he was in the whole in the preparing for the summit. Top diplomats underwent brief health checks on Sunday and Monday, according to to an Indonesian health ministry official. Lavrov presence had thrown into question the customary G20 group photo and joint statement with Russia sure to reject any explicit call to end, to end this invasion of Ukraine. Western leaders hope the G20 summit will step up pressure on Russia to renew a UN-backed deal expiring Saturday to allow grain shipments from Ukraine, a major food exporter, to the developing world. China, despite rhetorical support for Russia, has not supplied weapons for the war in Ukraine, at least according to them. Well, Moscow obliged to rely on Iran and North Korea, according to U.S. officials. I think there's undeniably some discomfort in Beijing about what seeing in terms of reckless rhetoric and activities on the on the part of Russia, a U.S. official said hours before the Xi Biden talks. Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky invited as a compromise as a compromise with hosts post Indonesia will address the summit by video conference a day after a triumphant visit to Kherson. Key city taken back from Russian forces. I'm quite happy that they take it over Kursen, so why not? Because if you can't take over Kursen, what else can you change, right? How about the anthem? Yeah, some people say it's a bad anthem, but it sounds like a good anthem. But we'll explain more after the break. Welcome back. Hong Kong demands probe as pro democracy protest songs played instead of anthem at Korean's rugby sevens. The unofficial anthem of the 2019 Hong Kong pro-democracy protest movement was played instead of China's national anthem at South Korea's Rugby Sevens on Sunday, prompting the Hong Kong government to demand a full investigation. Glory to Hong Kong was heard around the stadium in Incheon during the man's final, final between, the man's final between Hong Kong and South Korea, rather than the march of volunteers. The anthem, the anthem, sh- the city shares with China. 
The natural life is a symbol about about nations. Knowing answers of the term it has has a duty to ensure that, that the national anthem receives the respect is warranted. A government spokesperson said in, in a Monday press release. Yeah, we have already written to the Hong Kong Rugby Union last evening, demanding them to deal with this matter seriously, launch a full and in-depth investigation, and submit a detailed report and convey our strong objections to Asia's Rugby, who is the organizer of this series. According to the, gu- to the government, Asia's Rugby have already apologized. What? Saying a junior staffer made a mistake and... and the Hong Kong team had provided the correct anthem. When Glory to Hong Kong was played, the Hong Kong team sought to raise the alarm, and later organizers made a public announcement to apologize. During the press presentation ceremony, the correct anthem was played. First was widely circulated online overnight, with the Hong Kong team appearing stone-faced as the song was broadcast. Asia's rugby appears to have removed its live stream of the event. The government said the song was closely associated with the violent protests and the independence movement in 2018, according to them. Though the protests attracted a handful of pro-independence activists, it was not one of the... But that's not what the movement's demand was. It was demanding of democracy. It wasn't demand of independence. At least what they said it was independence, but it's not. The Sports Federation and Olympics Committee of Hong Kong, China echoes the government's condemnations in, in a Monday statement, saying... The national anthem is a symbol of the country. The playing and singing of the national anthem is a solemn is a solemn ceremony. Athletes representing Hong Kong, China in the international games and competitions shall fully reflect this spirit to preserve the dignity of the national anthem. Yeah, I'll, I'll, probably, I'll probably just cover my ears and go la 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 the whole time and not listen to it. Meanwhile, the Rugby Union said in a, sta- said in a statement, the Hong-, the Hong Kong Rugby Union expressed its extreme dissatisfaction at this occurrences, as occurrence, and has received a full explanation of the circumstances that, that, that led to this. While as we accept this was a case of human error, it was nonetheless not acceptable. The authorities have refused to, to say if the song is illegal. Though it is banned in schools and police have intervened when it's played in public, we already know about this going to happen anyway. Protests erupted in June 2019 over an Sense Act's extortion bill. That's getting to sometimes violent displays of dissent against police behavior. Amidst called for democracy and anger over Beijing encroachment. Demonstrators demanded an independent probe into police conduct, amnesty for those arrested, and halt a and a halt to the characterization of protests as riots. Hong Kong National Security Law, which criminalizes insults in the March of Volunteers, was enacted domestically on June 4, 2020. Violators risk fines up to $50,000 or three years in prison. Last week, a citizen journalist was forced to be jailed under that under under such legislation, under that kind of law, as we say. The I guess we should say lower, almost low-profile campaigning of the Me Too movements, particularly in China. America is spread, but China, not much. We barely hear anything about it. Chinese reporter Sophia Huang Sh- Huang nominated for press freedom, congratulations, courage prices for Me Too campaigning. That's also great that she's doing this. Chinese reporter Sophia Huang Huang had been nominated for a report without borders, Courage, Courage Price, for her years promoting women's rights and exposing sexual harassment against women and girls. Huang, a soap, a soap award-winning investigative journalist, was jailed for three months after she covered the 2019 Hong Kong protests. She wrote two reports on the pro-democracy protests and arrest, but was charged by the Guangzhou authorities for, with picking quarrels and provoking trouble. I found that, I found that to be stupid. A broad charge often used to silence critics, mostly what we call trumped-up charges. In previous years, she popularized a Chinese iteration of the global Me Too movement against sexual misconduct. After she shared her experiences at, at, of workplaces harassed by harassed at a Chinese news agency, for thirty years, the RSF Prize had honored the had honored the work of those who embodied the ideals of journalism in digital in the digital age. The challenges facing journalism has involved, but courage, but courage, independence, and pursuit of impact remains cardinal virtues," said Chris. 
said Christopher, Christopher DeLore, Secretary General of RSF, in a Monday press release. Those who embody them deserve to be honored and supported. The prize for courage is awarded to journalists, media, or NGOs who demonstrate courage and practice, defense or promotion of journalism in a hostile environment despite threats to their freedom or safety, the, expression, the free expression NGO said. Journalism from Yemen, Nicaragua, Myanmar, and Iran were also in the runnings to win the Ports Without Borders Press Freedom Prize in the Courage category. The ceremony in Paris on December 12 will be attended by Russian journalist Dmitry Muratov, the 2021 Nobel Peace, Nobel Peace literate. I'm happy that she got this prize, so congratulations that she got this prize. And I'm hoping she will. I'm hoping she will enjoy that. <laughs> and the government, and to the government, go yourself. To the Hong Kong, to the Hong Kong government and the Chinese government, go whatever yourself. Man jailed for four and a four and a four point five years, four and a half years, for inciting others to bomb Chinese army garrison in Hong Kong. A man has been has been jailed for four and a half months for inciting others to make explosives to attack the Chinese army garrison in Hong Kong in 2017. Chen Chunming, 27, was convicted in September over a post about bombing the People's Liberation Army garrison, shared on a discussion forum five years ago. Local media reported the post de- the post details composition of explosive liquid of nitroglycerin, of nitroglycerin. As well as the amounts and apparatus and apparatus required to make explosives, Chen appeared in front of of Deputy District Judge Chen Chen Hong on Monday when handing down the reasoning for sentencing. Chang signed an explosive ordinance disposal bureau report report saying the materials mentioned in the in the social media post could be used to make. Eight to fourteen grams of explosive that could prove fatal if, de- if detonated within a one meter a one meter radius. Radius, I should say. The report also says the nitroglycerin was a unstable was an unstable chemical and could have exploded before it reached the destination and injured the innocent bystanders. Chang said he was one of he was he was of the view of the that. The natural glycerin explosives could be more powerful and damaging than a hand grenade or a common trestone chipside explosive local media report. The judge also said the online platforms could be shared widely and quickly, with the post drawing 60 comments and being viewed more than 60 more by more than 60 people. The spread of the post could have incited more more people and more explosive could have been, could have been made, which have been would have had more serious consequences, Chen added. He said Chen, Chen had made it worse by marking the PLA a target in the headlines of the post, saying that added criminality. In mitigation, Chen's lawyer cited a psychologist report saying the defendant experienced grand solution and committed the offense while he was undergoing an episode, according to local media. The defense said Chen was a low achiever in academics, but he said but that he lived in his own world and thought he was smart. But the judge referred to a document submitted by the defense, which showed Chen received an offer from a UK university, saying he believed Chen did what he did, he did logically, and after thinking it through, and thinking it through, Chen lawyer also said that the defense took place in 2017 when Hong Kong was peaceful, adding that there was no one attempt to attack the army barracks. Which suggested the post did not influence others. Chen, however, said the post was published after the Umbrella Movement in 2014, when thousands occupied main thoroughfares to demand universal suffrage in Hong Kong. Chang said five years as a star- as the starting point of Chen's sentence, and said he would not give any discount for his claimed psychological condition. But judge took what he called an undue delay on the side of the prosecution into consideration. And jailed Chen for four and a half years. Chen was accused of committing offenses in t- November 2017 and arrested in 2018, but he was only persecuted in 2021.
Why does it take so long for these guys to do anything? I know why. Because they're scared of doing it in the first place. I expect... Because those things are afterward, for goodness sake. It took so long. Because if they said it and they won't do it, we already know that's not. there's no reason to persecute them. Hong Kong media tycoon Jimmy Lai to apply to halt national security trial. Hong Kong's media tycoon Jimmy Lai is set to apply to halt his high-profile national security trial, which was scheduled to begin in just over two weeks' time, Lai's legal representative has said. Lai, wearing a white t-shirt and a beige suit, appeared in front of three hand-picked national security judges, Justice S. Rito, Susana Damati de Ramitos, and Alex Lee, at the at the High Court on Monday for a pre-trial review. The 74-year-old media tycoon stand accused of three national security charges. Two counts of conspiracy to collude with foreign countries or external elements, one count of collusion with foreign forces. The Abu Daily also is also accused of one sedition offenses, conspiracy to print, publish, sell, offer for sale, distribute, display, or and or reproduce seditious publications. Three other companies linked to live defunct Protomoxy Tabloid, Apple Daily Limited, Apple Daily Printing Limited, Apple Daily's Internet Limited, also stand acute, also stand trial. The corporations have each been accused of one count of conspiracy to collude with foreign forces and one count under the sedition law over allegedly sedition publications. Senior counsel Robert Pang Representing Lai said on Monday that the defense intended to file an application for stay of proceeding to halt the trial, and will file submissions by Friday. Pang said that said that tr- grounds for the applications included the fact that the trial would be will be heard by panels of three judges instead of a jury. However, To and Lee questioned the timing of the applications, as Lai's team knew ab- about the arrangement long before. Trials at the High Court. Are usually heard by a jury. However, under national security law, a jury can be excluded under reasons such as need to protect, protect state security, what, state secrets, or the sec- safety of members of the jury and their families. The court will deal with the applications on the first day of last trial on December first. Six other friends in the in the case, who were former staff of the Apple Daily or its parent company Next Digital, have pled guilty and will appear in court next Tuesday. The media mogul has been has been remanded has been remanded in custody for close to two, for close to two years since December twenty twenty. Law has been has been handed has been handed jail terms over protest related offenses. Tower folded in June last year after the arrest of his staff and the raid of his newsroom in Chinquano. Apple Daily was the first newspaper to be charged under the national security law since the implementation in June 2020, and the colonial era sedition law since the handover. I don't know how, I don't understand, because I don't know how long they're going to be stuck in there forever. I feel like they're going to be, in fact, I think they're going to be stuck there for the rest of the, of the freaking life, nonetheless. And two final new two, I guess you should say two final news for today. Major Hong Kong healthcare groups share clients' data amongst brands' privacy watchdog finds. Hong Kong's largest non-hospital um, medical services provider, EC Healthcare, shared clients' personal data amongst various brands owned by the, by the group, the official privacy watchdog has found. The Office of the Privacy Commissioner for Personal Data released the results of the investigations into AC, EC's healthcare at a press conference on Monday. Revealing that the group has shared clients' full names, transaction details, med- and medical records amongst its subsidiaries via an integrated customer service ser- uh, systems. The system in question was used by 28 of the 39 brands owned by by the group, involving 1.08 million clients. Can you believe that? EC's healthcare did not inform all clients or get their consent before disclosing and, dis- and transferring their personal information. The PCPD office found the exact numbers of clients affected was not identified. The customer information in question was made was made available to EC's healthcare customers service, cashiers, hotline center, and front desk staff via the system. The privacy commissioner for personal data, Ada Chum, said the firm practices 
were disappointing both from the perspective of compliance with legal requirements or that or that of the respecting clients' wills. She said she said EC's healthcare contravened the requirements under the personal data privacy ordinance. An enforcement order was issued to the group requesting it to stop sharing customers' data data without consent, as well as provide as well as provide provide training and establish clear boundaries for staff who access who can access the the, the data. According to Chum, the company has to meet the requirements of the enforcement order within within three months or risk a maximum jail term of two years and fifty thousand dollars fine with additional one thousand additional for each day overdue. Chum said that the current punishment we consider insufficient. We will work with the government and review the entire privacy ordinance, including its penalties, she added, without giving without giving a time frame. The investigation was launched after two separate complaints were filed to the PCPD last June and July, respectively. In both cases, brands under the EC Healthcare obtained the full names of the of the complainants or their fam or their family members without the customers providing such data. The clients involved has each provided their, their information to either a prime care pediatric, pediatric wealth, wellness center or New York's medical group. The privacy watchdog found that when the two brands were later acquired by EC Healthcare, some of their clients' data was shared amongst different companies under the parent company firm using the integrated system. EC's healthcare sold the watchdog that the systems was set up to provide one-stop medical and healthcare services, improve the quality of customer services, make answering clients' inquiries and handling complaints more convenient for frontline staff. However, it said that clients' personal data from other companies was not necessary for the individual operations of the brands involved in the complaints case. Chum said she believed the East, that AC's healthcare practices were not common in the, in, in the industry, but the watchdog would look into similar large healthcare groups. We are monitoring online discussions, news outlets, and or media reports, and we find there is something irregular in the operations of any particular group. We will initiate inquiries proactively without waiting for any complaints, she added. PCPD also f- released findings from investigations into Photomax on Monday. The photo finish- finishing service chain suffered a ransomware where attack in October 2021, in which the data of 544,862 registered members and 73,957 other customers of the online store was maliciously encrypted. The watchdog said the data hack was possible was made possible by serious deficiencies. The company admitted to the PCPD it had le- that it had learned a loop of a loophole in its firewall in September 2019, but it's believed that its existing data security measures was sufficient to fend off related threats and did not install the, the security patch. Photomax also delayed the importation of multiple factors of authentication as urged by the firewall provider PCPD found. Chum said the company had contravened the personal data privacy ordinance as it had not taken all practical steps to ensure the, co- the protections of personal data. Photomax was therefore ordered to hire independent experts to carry out rigorous assessments of its data security. In addition, Chum said her observations suggested that companies in Hong Kong were aware of the risk of cyber attacks. I do believe that this is an isolated attack incident, she said. I'm hoping they, they kind of fix this problem because why not? Because this happens, it's going to be scary for those other customers, guys. National Security and Final News Return. National Security Police should investigate Anthem's error at rugby match, Hong Kong lawmaker says. The national, security, the national anthem blunder at South Korea's Rugby Sevens has sparked a chorus of complaints from Beijing lawyers, with local lawmakers demanding the national security police step in and investigate how long a song linked to the 2019 protest, extradition bill protest was played instead of the China's anthem. 
<coughs> it, it was it was extremely ridiculous and unacceptable for organizers for, of the tournament to mistakenly play glory to Hong Kong during the during the men's final finals between Hong Kong and South Korea. Pro Beijing law, lawmaker said on Monday. The Hong Kong government earlier expressed so strong opposition to mix to the mix up, which saw the protest song played ahead of the kickstart kickoff rather than the march of the volunteers. This sees the anthem the city shares with China. Playing a song closely associated with the black Lives violence seriously violate China China's sovereignty and seriously insulted the country, said legislator Michael Lu Chumhom of the Hong Kong Federation of Trade Union of the Federation of Trade Union. It was impossible for such an error to occur, he said, as the Hong Kong Rugby Union had provided the national anthem of China to the organizers. The lawmaker demanded the, Nas the National Security Department of the police to launch an an, an, an death probe into the incident to see if there were any collusion between Hong Kongers or Chinese, pe or Chinese people and Korean personnel that leads to the playing of the protest song. We were worried that someone would make use of these international tournaments as a platform to collude with foreign forces and spread pro-independence messages. I don't get it. Our law enforcement agencies must take actions, Luke said, and that he hoped China's foreign ministry office in Hong Kong would step in and assist in diplomatic negotiations. The unofficial protest anthem occurred at the second leg of the Asia's, of the Asian's Rugby 7 Series after a junior member of the staff mistakenly played a song downloaded from the internet instead of the correct anthem. Asia's Rugby said on Monday in a public apology to the Hong Kong Rugby Union and the government of Hong Kong and China. Oh, come on. An apology was also announced in both English and Korean at the stadium in Incheon after the final match and before the prizes presentation ceremony, the regional association said. The organizers played March of the Volunteers when the Hong Kong team lined up again. Again, and edited online match footage to replace the protest song with the Chinese national anthem, it said. Beijing loyalists in Hong Kong rejected explanations that the incident was an honest mistake. However, it was, was with some allegedly that it was intended to upset the people of China. I think many Chinese people who live here who are who suffer under the Communist Party won't be upset by it. The largest probe establishment party, DEB, said, uh, said on Monday that the Chinese national anthem was widely known in the national community in Asia's rugby and had an unforgivable mistake. I don't recognize it anymore. I hate that anthem, by the way. It makes people suspect that someone intended to stir up trouble and offend Chinese people, the party said. That makes no sense. It may stir up the government, may not stir up the Chinese people. Starry Lee, chairwoman of the DB, also called on Asia's rugby to apologize to the entire Chinese population. Nah, they don't need to apologize. I, I feel like there's no need to apologize. And ensure that a similar situation will not happen again. There's no need to apologize. Pro-Beijing lawmaker Junius Ho <laughs> hits, out, hits out at the Hong Kong rugby team for their lack of response when they heard the protest song being played instead of the Chinese national anthem. The players let their countries be insulted, he said, and that they have lost the confidence of the people of Hong Kong. Yeah, I think most people in Hong Kong would just don't mind about that. They have failed completely. The only solution is to ban the Hong Kong rugby team, the legislature wrote on Facebook. You're just so funny. Hall also, to also told online media outlet and media that the players should have reacted within three seconds and made their hand gestures or shouted to stop the protest songs from playing. You should make a T sign, say stop, stop, suspend, wrong song, wrong national anthem. This is inappropriate in media site, site the legislature saying. The Glory to Hong Kong was, a, was released in September 2019. Around three months after the protests erupted in June that year over since Act's extradition bill, they escalated into sometimes fine display of dissent against police behavior amidst calls for democracy and anger over Beijing's encroachment. Demonstrators demand an independent probe into the police conduct, amnesty for those arrested, and a halt to the characterization of protests as riots. When asked by Hong Kong Free Press if the protest songs was illegal in Hong Kong, the Security Bureau did not give a clear answer. Whether a person or entity violates the law would depend on the actual circumstances of the case. 
including the facts, the relevant acts, and the men's and the men's via, the evidence scattered, etc. And all cases will be handled in accordance with the law. I hear that all the time. A spokesperson said the song is, however, banned in schools, and a busker who performed it last year was arrested by police. I don't understand because there's nothing wrong with playing the song. It, for me, if you if you go into my area and you play that song in front of my house, I wouldn't even care because I love this, this the song "Glory to Hong Kong." It sounds so good. It sounds so good. I want to hear it again. I'm like, hey, keep playing, keep playing, keep playing. I wouldn't even care. Look, if, it, if, if, it did, if they did that in front of me, I wouldn't even care because it's their song. They play whatever they want. I'm not going to hear anything about it. So, I, for me, I don't really care about what's going on with that song. And I'm hoping more and more people can play more of that song so that we can appeal more to the international community to support Hong Kong's democracy. Thank you for tuning in, guys. If you guys enjoy this podcast, make sure you tune in every Monday and Friday for our breakup podcast. So hoping you guys can can stay safe during the and also make sure you guys stay safe during the winter. It's getting, it's getting pretty chilly, not gonna lie to you. And I'm hoping you guys can sip up some maybe hot chocolate or something nice. That would be pretty nice too if you guys do that. And make sure and make sure to make sure to sign up for the trip to Austin. I'm pretty sure it's a little bit late, but hey, that's all right. Hope you guys can sign up for there and don't miss going to Austin. That it's gonna be an awesome time to go there. And and that's it for today. Hope you guys enjoy it. And we'll talk more next time. This is Team Cal My Radio signing out. Hope you guys have a great day, guys. <laughs> At host my radio. It's on on every Monday and every Friday. And host my radio. Welcome to the show. Thank you.